Whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly, life has a way to dish out a handful of those to all of us in different measures. Fortunately, there are crazy people in this world, like yours truly, who bites back and also shows you the funny. Welcome to Doves and Eagles, your weekly pick-me-up-and-dust-me-off show that explores and unpacks life the way most of us can relate to. Filled with untold stories, inspiration, insight and motivation, it is my quest to equip every beautifully broken princess with a warrior queen attitude. I'm your host, Paula J. Let's find out how the cookie crumbles today. Hello, all my beautiful lovelies, and welcome to Doves and Eagles. This episode is part two of four, covering the emotional circle, which is one of the eight key areas of wellness that we're going to be working our way through over the next couple of months. In last week's episode, I scratched the surface on some of what helped me understand my own emotional well-being. Going forward, I want to delve a bit deeper into the emotional circle itself. I want to specifically deal with how I experienced emotion versus how I thought I did. I also want to touch on how the difference between these two can create different outcomes and how I learned to distinguish between the two. Something I want to start with is that we often go for regular health screening tests to ensure early detection of bad things like cancer and other detrimental health conditions. We are all familiar with them and understand the need for it, right? Here is something for you to chew on. The one thing the pandemic taught me is that it's okay to not be okay. When was the last time you did an emotional check on yourself? Was it yesterday? Was it last week? Last month? Last year? Never? A human being can experience up to 34,000 different emotions. That's a mind-boggling statistic that I really didn't know was even possible. Science, however, says it is. All of these emotions originate from six core emotions. Men fully understand these six emotions and are able to, at any given point, pinpoint what they feel to, at very least, one of the six core emotions. Women, on the other hand, are by design 100% in touch with all of the 34,000, and though we may not always understand it ourselves all the time, we definitely feel it, and yeah, we can show it. I think this explains very well why the dear men in our lives often think they need a PhD degree to master the book on how to understand a woman. Sorry guys, you may have been created first, but hey, we got the knowledge. Let me get back to the topic at hand before I need something to go with that rump rose that I'm busy stuffing in my mouth. So what do I believe are the core emotions that everything flow from? 
There is happy, surprise, sad, fear, distrust, and anger. In that order. And if you think you're going to forget it, don't worry, I got you. Here are two things that are the most important lessons that I can tell you now you can always, always use to guide you when you're in doubt. We'll come back to this in more detail in a bit. Number one, I want you to remember a simple sentence that you will shortly see will help you a lot along the way. The sentence is, having simple steps for doubtful actions. Number two, we all know what a stoplight is. And you know, in South Africa, we refer to a stoplight as a robot, which is one of the things that's actually my American friends giggled about because, you know, their understanding of a robot is something more mechanical that comes out of a science fiction movie. It's not a robot, as we know, but stoplight, robot, whatever you're comfortable with. We all know what it means when the light is green, which is a go or safe zone or safe light, amber or yellow, which means slow down, or when it's red, that's stop. Why is this important? The sentence is a phrase that I came up with as an easy and effective way to summarize the acronym for the core emotions. Having equals happy. Simple equals surprise. Steps equals sad. Four equals fear. Doubtful equals disgust. And actions equals anger. Having simple steps for doubtful actions is equivalent to happy, surprise, sad, fear, disgust, and anger. I use the stoplight to connect a comfort level to each core emotion. Happy and surprise gets the green light. Sad and fear gets the yellow or the amber light. And disgust and anger get the red. The core emotions are relatively easy to understand. However, it gets tricky when they actually join hands and come to you as a mixed emotion, consisting of any combination such as happy-slash-surprise or fear-slash-anger or disgust-slash-sad or even more complex, happy-slash-sad-slash-fear. When it comes to you as a mixed emotion consisting of any combination such as happy-surprise, fear, anger, disgust, sad, or even more complex, happy, sad, fear. Just to explain what this means, what is actually a fear-based emotion can surface as anger. Your mind, you recognize it as anger. And what is a sad-based emotion, you recognize as disgust. A complex type scenario would be typical of your daughter leaving home for college or university. 
and you are happy that she reached this important milestone in her life. However, you are also sad that she is leaving home and you now fear having to deal with empty nest syndrome. For me, most of the times that I got it wrong, um, correction, all of the time that I got it badly wrong was when I got trapped in mixed emotions and not being able to tell them apart. And because I got it wrong at root level, well, everything just went to hell in a handbasket and very quickly at that. There is no denying it. Then I added insult to injury by reacting instead of responding. I single-handedly made my life a lot more complicated, a lot more times than what it should have, would have, or could have been. Let me be very honest in saying that delving into understanding my own emotions was a minefield at first. And this little recruit was not equipped for that war. There were days that I walked away and thought, "Uh uh-uh, nope, no, 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 I'm done. Thank you, but no thank you. No way I am doing this BS. But I realized it is the only way to help me help myself win the war instead of settling with enjoying the small little victories every now and again. How did I feel working my way through all of this? Well, I crap most of the time, to be honest. Initially, it felt like I was trapped in the same cycle over and over. And I want you to picture what I'm going to say next. I see the flash. The bomb explodes. I lose my balance. I stumble. I fall. I crawl to the trench to take cover. I wait until it quiets down. I get up and regain my balance. I see the flash. The bomb explodes. I lose my balance. You get the cycle? Well, it takes a special kind of strong to want to do this over and over until there is no more bombs left. But the result was that I can now see the flash and I can respond before the bomb explodes. Emotions are strongly linked to our memory and previous experience and thus also our reactions, which can very easily pour a tank of gasoline over a small campfire and grow it into a runaway bushfire. That is why responding instead is so, so important. But how did I learn to do that? When I see the flash, meaning the moment something happens that requires an action on my part, and I'm not quite sure about what I really feel or think. So in other words, that the moment there is doubt, even a shadow of a doubt in my mind that, I'm not quite sure what I'm feeling is actually true or what I'm thinking is true. That could just be a reaction. I learned to develop the habit to close my mouth the moment it opens. Take a very deep breath and then say, that's interesting. Yes, it took a lot of practice and no, I still get it wrong on occasion. But that simple action allows me an opportunity to take a step back from the situation and evaluate what I'm really looking at instead of 
just blindly reacting. A couple of examples that I'm pretty sure everyone can relate to at some level. You happily driving on the interstate with no traffic behind you and someone passes you just to cut in front of you and slow down to take the exit. Been there? Yeah, I have. Many times. Especially in South Africa with um, what we call taxis, which is like a minibus that carries passengers. And if you don't know how taxis drive or taxi drivers operate, go Google it. You'd be surprised. But yes, that's, that's a classic pothole for road rage. Another one, you put hours of work into a presentation for a promotion at work and the position gets assigned to someone else before you had a chance of even to even mention your presentation, let alone showcase it. Regardless of the situation, we've all been in one that triggers a core emotion. And using these two examples, being shocked or startled when someone cuts in front of you is mostly the true emotion, but you recognize it as anger or frustration. The difference between these two is that one belongs under the amber light, the other one under the red. The same goes for the second example. Humiliation or insignificance is mostly the true emotion, but you may translate it as resentful or disappointment. That is at least one emotion in red, one in green, and one in amber. Now it gets confusing and that poor stoplight malfunctions. So how do you know what you really feel? Well, your body is a big telltale snip if you bother to be aware of what it is trying to tell you. If you really want to be in touch with your emotional circle and understand what is going on inside of that circle, it is very important to understand what we experience when our needs are being met and emotions that we experience when our needs are not being met. In our next two episodes, we're going to be looking at which ones are red, which ones are amber, and which ones are green. What is the difference between them and how easy it is to recognize Two separate emotions, but we actually see them as the same. They are so important that I want to dedicate an episode to each of when the one is true and the other one is false. So that's how we're going to break down the wheel of emotion. Where does it fit under that stoplight? I will be taking the core emotions apart and placing each where it belongs. Our next episode will be released on December 1st as we have Thanksgiving coming up next Thursday and we are traveling to Illinois to go spend some quality time with family. If I get it done on time, however, I will release it as soon as it's done. But I don't want to commit myself to next Wednesday for a date and then not be able to make it due to the holidays. Ideally, I want to get myself in a position where I have a few shows pre-recorded. Time has unfortunately just not been my best friend and haven't allowed me to get there yet. So please bear with me. If you haven't yet, 
Feel free to share this podcast with family and friends or someone you think may benefit from it. And as always, you can subscribe to Doves and Eagles directly from my website, paulajspeaks.com, or you can get in touch with me on info at paulajspeaks.com. All right, so that's a wrap for this week, folks. Until next time, I'm signing off. Be safe, be awesome, be blessed, be you.